Hey, and welcome. You're listening to the Be the Best Nanny Boss Ever podcast with me, your host, Danny Rosenthal. I'm the proud owner of United Nanny Agency and the author of Nanny ABC's The Sitter's Handbook. And you and your family don't have to waste time falling backwards into learning the right ways to handle situations with your nanny. You no longer have to learn from making mistakes. From 17 years in childcare, I'm sharing the best advice on how to get the very best out of your nanny today because this knowledge is the only way to have a fantastic nanny experience immediately. I mean, you couldn't have it the long way, but this is the way to have it immediately. All of this comes firsthand. I've nannied, I've worked with agencies, I created the training used by other agencies, And I did all that before I took the reins and created United Nanny Agency. And I did that because I think the nanny industry can do more to help families get the care they're looking for. Yes, an agency will help you find someone. But after that, it's mostly up to you to keep a great nanny. Be a great boss. Be your own human resources. Leaving a lot of hard tasks on your plate. And this is the Nanny and Nanny Agency Approved Podcast, here to give you the best advice on how to find a nanny and then keep them. And if you're liking what you hear, please give us a review because they help us help more families just like yours. And you can get a free Best Nanny Boss Ever Guide download at www.unitednanny.org slash resources. And you can connect with one of our experts to learn about United Nanny and if working with us is the right choice for your family. Heck, I'd do it anyways just because I would be like, hey, what is it that you guys do? How does this all work? Anyways, today we are covering how to begin your nanny search. Yes, it's the very first step. And there are a lot of childcare options and they all have their pros and cons. But childcare isn't only needed before a child starts going to school. Many families, maybe yours, needs assistance with school-age children or teenagers. Maybe help picking up and dropping off children from school, music lessons, or sports. Many families just need an extra set of hands to get things done around the house. Maybe daycare doesn't start early enough or last long enough for your work hours. There are numerous reasons why your family might decide a nanny and personalized at-home care is the best option for your family, your children, and you. So because of that, it is important to remember that every family has their own needs. So where to begin? We begin with what can a nanny do for you? So before you start interviewing nannies and reaching out, it is important to think about what is it you need your nanny to do? It makes sense. You probably innately know what you're looking for, but it is important to express that and write that down. Many families leave what they're looking for out of the job description because they didn't think about it beforehand, which makes sense. It's a lot to think about. In the most basic sense, you'll want to figure out what their role and function in your family will be. What will their responsibilities be And what will you need them to do? So, yes, they need to watch your children and tend to their needs. But how? You're a boss now and having a nanny is like building a business. And just like any business, you'll want to have a clear understanding 
of what your employees are supposed to do. I'm sure for some this now sounds overwhelming because there's so much to explain. But take a deep breath and just start from the start and make little baby steps every day. Here is how I like to make it easy for families. Just jot things down as you think of them. You need them to drive your kids to school. Great. Write that down. Whose car will they use for that? Are you going to provide one? No. That's okay. You're going to need a nanny with their own car that can drive the kids to school. Great. So now you realize you need them to arrive before school. Maybe it's best if they come in time to wake the kids up and get them ready because maybe you need to be out the door when you'd otherwise be waking them up. So now they probably also need to make breakfast. You can see how this list may seem like a lot, but it's simple. Pretty much every task leads into another task. Kids are at school, so they will need to be picked up. Susie has trumpet lessons. Courtney has swim, so you'll need a nanny that can coordinate that. And here is my very best suggestion on how to do it. It is almost too easy and might even sound silly. Here it is. When you do something, write it down and add that to your list. Again, when you do something, just write it down and add that to your list. Not only will this be helpful when it comes time to share what you need with a nanny or a nanny agency, but it will assist you in acclimating your nanny into your home. You'll be like, this is what we do, and this is how I do it. You can do it your own way, but this is what I have found to be the quickest or the best. Remember, you are hiring an expert when you hire a nanny, but we all do things differently. And honestly, from my experience as a nanny agency owner, you want things done a certain way. And it's great to give your nanny autonomy, like really great to do that, and it's great to avoid micromanaging them, like really great to avoid that. But if they have a question, you should be able to answer it. And just like before when I said every family needs different things, it's important to note that maybe you don't need a lot from your nanny. Maybe it's just really someone a couple of days a week to watch, play with, and feed your children while you're working from home. That's great. And you'll still want to think about this role step by step. Often, for additional onboarding documents to share with your nanny once you hire them, because you know you have your job description, but then there's probably a bunch of other things you'll want to do, like share expectations, uh, share expectations for your nanny, share expectations for your children, share all of that with your nanny. Here's one of the things that I tell families to do. I say, add, treat the home as if it is your own. And that's a great catch-all, and that really creates a lot of responsibility and expectations. It's great to give some examples like wipe down a table or clean up after you make a meal for the children, but it might also even get them to help you out in ways you would have never expected, like cleaning the stove. Who wants to do that? You never have time for it. And if this is something that might annoy you, like, you know, the stove being dirty, then it might also annoy your nanny and they might have that moment to clean it up because after all, They would clean it up if they had a moment at their house. Maybe. Either way, you've set the expectation. So let me give you an example. A parent asked me on a one-on-one 
what are the best hours for a nanny? Because they wanted to attract nannies to interview. And I said, well, you really need to think about what do you need? Because giving a nanny a nine to five job would be awesome for a nanny. But if you need something else, we can help you find that nanny that fits the role that you require. It's best not to lure people into something that isn't really what you need because yes, you'll probably get more nannies to apply, but then you'll find those people aren't interested or you've just wasted your own time in talking to someone that doesn't really want to do all the things that you need them to do. Believe me, I know, it's tempting to say things to get more candidates, but they won't be the right candidates and they won't be helpful for you, it won't be helpful for them. In fact, I'm thinking if I was a family, I'd be just be like really disappointed after I've like, you know, done all this work to get a nanny to talk to me. And then I'm just like, oh, like that wasn't like, is that the way all nannies are? Because like that nanny didn't have like wasn't willing to do any of the things I needed them to do, which is totally fine again, because every family needs different things. But if you write down the wrong stuff or just like things that you think you need and you don't need them or things that uh, go way above and beyond, like the wish list and the must-haves for like when you're buying a home, it's like that. Like you should have a lot of range and it should be very flexible in the end because maybe you'll find someone that doesn't totally know how to do all the things you need. Like for me, uh, a family hired me and one of the things that was a must-have, not a, just a wish list, but a must-have was to cook for the entire family. And I was like, you guys are great, but I don't fit that. Like, I can't do that. I can't cook. And they were like, Danny, we think you're an awesome nanny and we would love to hire you for our family. And yes, we know that that is a must-have, not a wish list. It's a must-have. We really need you to do this but we will help you learn to cook. And they did. In fact, this is 100% true. They brought over the grandma to teach me how to cook. And we did like a cooking lesson. Like it was a long cooking lesson. I made chicken and potatoes, Greek chicken and Greek potatoes. And uh, like, that's not one of my staples. Like I can actually do that. But like, be flexible with what you're looking for. Write down all the things that you need your nanny to do, but be flexible when it comes time to like hire the right person. Here's the thing I wasn't even going to talk about in this episode, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. To me, the very best way, like the number one thing, maybe not number one, but like maybe number one thing that you should think about when you're hiring a nanny is like the connection that you have with them. So you're interviewing someone and if you find it really easy to talk to them, like, and it seems like the words that are coming out of your mouth are being interpreted the way that you wanted them to be interpreted, like they, like, there's a good banter maybe, or like, there's just like a natural connection, not like a spark, like when you love someone, but like, there's like a natural, like, oh, I can see this person being around us, and then maybe like they don't fit all the criteria that you needed, but the connection to me is. Ooh, so is worth so much more. If you can communicate with someone clearly and have those needs understood when you have them and you're trying to get them to, to do things that you ask of them, it's way better to easily communicate someone that you need them to do something than it is to have like someone with like so much expertise, but like 
you can't ever actually get things done the way that you wanted them or envisioned because like you have a hard time communicating that with them. So like, like, just like I said, with the family that hired me and was like, I was like, I can't cook and you need that. And they were like, we do need that. And we know you can't cook. So what we will do is we will teach you how to cook. And that was easily like, we had that good communication. And that's like what made everything work for me in that family that needed something of me that I could not do before they hired me. So like I said, like, so in that exact scenario, they could have hired someone, a nanny that knows how to cook really well. I'm sure they interviewed one that knows how to cook really well, but they went with me because like this family had options. So they went with me because like we could easily communicate in our interview and it led to another interview and it just seemed right. It seemed right for me. I also, in this time period, was talking with many other families. And I even, so truthfully, I took this this job paid a little bit less than what I was looking for. And another family was like, we will pay you way more than what you're looking for. But I didn't feel that connection with that family. I felt it with this family. And I was like, this is worth it so much more because it's fun to go to work and enjoy your job. So I know that's kind of like two things that we talked about in this one. Really, I was just going to tell you to jot down the things that you need your nanny to do. But since we went there, it's also important to, you know, have that connection with your nanny that I think having a great connection with your nanny is going to bring you a lot further uh, in helping your family thrive as a whole. Because a nanny shouldn't just be helping your children. Like, that's what United Nanny is all about. We don't want just nannies to help with your children they are there to help your entire family thrive they want what's best for all of you so bottom line create a job description and you can do that just write down all the things you need them to do and then edit that into the tasks you need them to help you with so if this podcast was helpful for you it's probably helpful for other families so please give us review a thumbs up or a few stars, so this podcast can help us help more families just like yours. And if you need a little more help, we're here for you. Use the link in our show notes to schedule a time to meet with one of our United Nanny experts. There's zero obligation. Or if you have a quick question, just email me at danny at unitednanny.org and I'll get back to you ASAP. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next time.